Hey y'all, it's Mary Payne Gilbert and welcome to Payne in the Pod. First off, let's do a little bit of housekeeping. I just want to remind all of you that now I have a Patreon. There's some great bonus content that's already there and I scored some amazing interviews while I was recently in Los Angeles. So go over to patreon.com slash Payne in the Pod and check it out. Okay, let's get to today's guest. Today's guest, Amanda Hirsch of Not Skinny But Not Fat, jobs right in with my LA trip because she covers our celebrity-obsessed culture on her podcast, and I had quite a few reality star run-ins while I was in LA. The podcast, Not Skinny But Not Fat, was born out of her extremely popular Instagram account of the same name. Amanda and her sister, Ariel, break down what's going on in pop culture so we can all try to keep up. Amanda, welcome to the show. Thank you, Mary. That was such a Mary Payne, right? Yes. A, yes. Mary Payne. Love that. Um, thank you. That was such a great introduction. I feel like I couldn't have said it better myself. Well, you just play it on loop in your apartment. When you- <laughs> <laughs> Amanda. Yes. She's amazing. <laughs> um, all right. Now, tell my listeners about the creation of the Instagram account that spawned the podcast. Sure. Um, well, it was in 2015. I had just moved back from Israel. I was living in Israel. My life kind of is a whole, you know, those yo-yos, kind of like those yo-yos, like Israel back to New York. So I, I've done quite a bit of um, living in different places and uh, decided in 2015 uh, to come back to New York and you know, moving to a different country, even though it's not so different because I was born here, but um, it took an adjustment period. And I was like, it's it's a thing where when you're like l- most depressed, your like creative juices are most flowing. You know what I mean? So sure. somehow <laughs> look at Kanye, it, right? It never <laughs> comes out of like, I'm so happy. Let me like write this like funny thing. It usually comes out of like, you know, times when you're more down. So um Basically, I think, you know, in Israel, when I was living there, there was Instagram, obviously, and everything, but I was less into the culture of Instagram being anything else but, you know, posting your own personal photos. And when I got here and started kind of being introduced like meme accounts, and I was like, you know, I've always written, um, always um, writing was always a huge part of my life. I always had you know, I was journaling since I was a kid, which I have like a thousand journals at home. I had a blog that I wouldn't let anybody, anybody read, but I like had a blog. Um, uh, you know, I studied writing in college, so it was always a huge part of my life. I was sure I was going to be the next Carrie Bradshaw in New York. Um, that didn't happen, moved to Israel and they were like, what, who are you? And I'm like, "Uh." so anyway, when I got back to New York, um, it sort of started together with like, seeing that people are kind of using Instagram in a different way. I was like, Hey, like I write and I have thoughts that I feel like people would find relatable. And you know, what happened? Cause people ask me now, like how, how do I start like a, an account that people will follow? And you know, it didn't start out of that. Like I didn't look up how to gain more followers or I didn't, um, wasn't trying to be like an influencer so-called or anything. It was just like a place for me to put my thoughts and slowly, but surely, you know, in this like meme culture, people tag people and, um, and it started, you know, rolling and it's been, I think it's going to be three years now that I, that I have the Instagram and, it's just like a huge part of who I am of my life. It's such a incredible place for me to put down my thoughts. And, you know, so many times I, ha- you know, those thoughts you get when you're going to sleep at night and you're like, wait, 
blah, and then I just write it down. And that's the kind of stuff that I post. And sometimes I'm like, is anyone going to get this or is it just me? And it's always such a nice, comforting feeling to have so many people get you, you know, and that, um, so, so it really started from there and it's mostly just like little writing snippets that I post like on the Instagram. And then, you know, at first I didn't introduce myself until later. And then I kind of introduced who I was and put myself a little bit in like the stories and somehow that became, you know, cause one of my biggest passions are, is like celebrities, reality TV. And I was like, wait, they don't even know this part. So I started kind of introducing that and then it became a lot of that. So it's, it's evolved. And then the podcast, um, you know, it's such a natural transition to, you know, have a podcast when you have a platform like this, because people want to hear what you have to say, you know, and I have a lot to say. And (laughs) so it was kind of a natural thing. And I'm a person that once I get a thought, like the way I had the thought of doing the Instagram, it was the same thing with the podcast. I was like, I'm going to start a podcast. And the next morning I was like, Oh, let me start to do it. And then it was the first time in my life when I was like, Amanda, do this. Like, you know, smart, like talk to producers, like see who can produce it for you. Like, so I waited a while to get it together in, you know, the best way and not just like record into my phone and be like, everyone listen to me. So it's, <laughs> it's taken a while. Um, but I'm really happy, um, you know, that we're on to this like next level and, and sort of it organically became this like mesh of, you know, an account where it has some, you know, relatable, um, memes so-called, and then a little bit of me, uh, reality TV, celeb gossip and news. So it's really just like all of me wrapped up in a not skinny, but not fat bow, to be honest. Um, I would like to know how you came up with the name, not skinny, but not fat. You know, that's a good question. It's, it's one of those things where I'm like, it's literally like I was saying those thoughts that you get before bed and you think you're like a freaking genius and you're like, Oh my (laughs) God, like this is how things are invented. But really for me, you know, um, I've always struggled with weight, you know, everyone has, I'm not any, anything special, but I've always, you know, when I was younger, I was always a little bit curvier than my friends. And I was called like sexy when I was 12 because like I had boobs and an ass and, you know, it was always a point of, uh, a soft spot for me. Like, you know, one day I'm up one day I'm down and, and I wouldn't call myself fat, but I probably won't ever be called skinny. And it's just something in my mind that, is also like as literal as what I just explained, but also it's about, you know, not being here nor there and like falling somewhere in the middle in anything in life, you know? Yeah, absolutely. I I literally completely relate to it 100% because I am the same. I'm definitely not skinny, but I'm definitely not fat. You know what I mean? Like like I'm definitely right in the middle. I'd I'd like to lean towards the the skinny side, but it's not usually the case. And, and it's relative, right? So like people, some people that are, you know, more overweight would be like, you're skinny. What are you talking about? And, um, but, but you know what? I haven't gotten any, um, you know, any messages that criticize the name ever. So that makes me happy just because it's not hurting anybody in a wrong spot or saying, you know, she's calling herself this. And, you know, Instagram actually for me has been a really positive place and I hope it continues to be because I know it's not for everyone. Um, but it's, it's super, super positive. And, you know, if I get a message that's like, you need to change your name to like 
skinny. And I'm like, okay. And I take it as a compliment you know, <laughs> I don't get offended by that for sure. Um, now tell everybody what they can expect to hear on your podcast. Um, so, you know, it started when I started my podcast, I knew that I wasn't gonna, you know, I, I definitely wanted to have guests on, but you know, for when I don't, and for when I just want to talk about what's happening in Hollywood. And like I said, recap reality TV, um, and celebrity gossip, like, I don't want to be talking to myself, you know, <laughs> so, um, which I could talk to myself, but so my, uh, younger sister, Ariel, who, you know, the exchanges between us throughout the days are literally just like we share everything that we see that has to do with celebrities. And, you know, I force her to watch certain shows. She forces me to watch certain shows. We talk about them. So I knew I wanted her to be, you know, um, guesting on the podcast a lot and basically like my, my co-host. Um, so, you know, on days that we don't have guests or even before we have, um, some lovely guests on, we do just rehash the week of, what's gone on in Hollywood, what's gone on in reality TV, namely, you know, Bravo shows like Vanderpump Rules, like Real Housewives, um, the, uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and then anything that's happened in Hollywood that week and celebrity gossip, like who broke up with who, who posted what, like what's happening. And you know what, Mary Payne, there is always shit to be talked about, you know? Yeah, oh, I yeah. never have to worry. Since this is the theme of my podcast, like every week we have so much to talk about and even have to like stop talking at some point because there's always so much. Yeah. It's interesting, right? Like I watch a ton of reality TV. Um, I don't watch much of the bachelor, but I did see Corinne this weekend when I was in LA mm -hmm. and she does not look the same at all. Uh, she's very tiny mm -hmm. and she was interesting because um, this is going to sound so bougie, but I went into Gucci only <laughs> only because I was trying to see how much the slides are since my daughter wanted some slides. Um, spoiler alert, she did not get them. Um, but anyway, so that's where I was. And I was on Rodeo Drive, so I thought, you know, this is fun. And I saw her in there, and I literally sat in a chair and took videos and pictures of her, and she I was four feet from her um, because I was trying to figure out if it was her. Oh, it was fascinating. It was fascinating. She was like, keep this, love this, don't want that, take this, want this, love that. I mean, it was it was pretty interesting. The thing is she had money from before, you know, even on the show. I watched the, the Bachelor and Bachelorette, and um, she's always had money. I think she took – she was on Nick's season, and she took Nick shopping, and she paid for him. Yeah, she had post. She I heard her say, "I've just got back from Vegas," and the salesperson said, "What'd you do?" And she goes, "I don't know. All I know is I had a good time." She still had her wristband on from like a nightclub. Oh my god! And then I went and looked at her Instagram, and she had just done like some paid post. Um, and oddly enough, I don't watch a lot of Kardashians, but I do know more about the Kardashians than I do like most members of my own family, even though I don't even watch it. Um, so how much, t how much TV do you watch is my question. So the thing is like, it looks like a lot, like for people who follow me, they're like, like on one hand, it looks like, wow, is that what you do all day? On, on the other hand, it's taken me six months to catch up on Vanderpump rules. So like, it looks like that's what I'm doing like a lot of the time, but you know, there's only so much time in the day. So, you know, I can maybe squeeze in like, so I've been catching up on Vanderpump rules since the end of December. Okay. So that's January, February, March. 
So we're going on almost four months and I haven't caught up yet. And I'm trying, like I'm working at it. And I've had followers that have started, um, you know, binging it because of me and they come and they uh, DM me and they're like, we finished it in like two weekends. And I don't get how people do that. I'm not the like episode, episode after episode, like type of girl. A, I like to kind of like save it and enjoy the the ride and be like, I don't have the that much time, but you know, I try to squeeze in like an episode or two of Vanderpump a day, but probably one, you know, keeping up is once a week. So it's not that hard to, you know, record it and watch it. Um, Real Housewives of New York, I'm recording and watching, and that's also once a week. And then like, you know, with my husband, I'll do like a Netflix show because he's really not into all my shit, you know? So (laughs) at night, like we'll watch like a serious like Netflix show about murders or something. And I'm like, okay. And that's, (laughs) so that's basically it. But, um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm keeping like, I'm on top of everything, but it's not like all day, every day, you know? Uh, Yes. Okay. We're going to take a break and we're going to come back and I've got some more questions about how you prep. This episode is brought to you by HP Instant Ink. No one is reading your mind, but HP Instant Ink knows when your printer is running low and sends you new cartridges, so you never have to think about ink. Save up to 50%. You'll pay less than $5 a month for ink and never run out again. Find out if your printer is eligible and enroll today at hpinstantink.com. Conditions apply. For details, visit hp.com slash Spotify. Okay, we're back. So we're talking about how much TV you watch, but how do you prepare for each week's podcast? Because you're saying... Yes, there's something like there'll be something this morning and it'll be totally different this afternoon. So how do you kind of keep it timely when you're trying to put it out every week? I mean, it could change from the time you record it till the next day. No, that's true. That's why, you know, if something really, you know, blows by and is like not interesting, I won't talk about it. And, you know, I record on usually the weekend. So like, let's say Friday and Saturday. And by the time like it's produced and edited and blah, 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 it comes out Tuesday morning. So it's not a week, you know, it's like Saturday, Sunday, Monday. So there's like three day window in between the time that I record and the time that it comes out. So it's not that bad, but usually they're like themes, you know, it's not like, Oh, this thing happened. It's like if if a celebrity, there's a breakup, then it's obviously still interesting to talk about it, to like give my opinion on it. Um, I always like to talk about, you know, even I talk about where I'm at at VPR just because like there's such themes in Vanderpump Rules that like people that even finish the season can still talk about like, wait, James was such a dick though to Katie or, you know, Katie shouldn't have gotten fired. Like people are passionate about things even when they kind of like ended already. Yeah, it was like two seasons ago. Yeah, right. But you'd be surprised, Mary Payne. That's the thing. The whole, you know, my whole um, Vanderpump Rules, you know, thing started from me putting up like a clip and people being like, oh, we want more. We want more, even though we watch it or even though we don't know the show or even though we're from freaking, you know, the Netherlands and we don't have the channel. (laughs) I'm not lying. And people are so into it. I have to have my captions, you know, um, uh, the subtitles on all the time because people lis- like look at the clips at work. So people are into things even if they're not as instant, but I try to make it as instant, you know, as possible. Um, but like I said, there's sometimes where there are huge things that happen, like the 50 Cent uh, Lala uh, drama that we had, I think, a week ago or a week and a half ago. Yeah, hashtag Fofty. 
hashtag Fafti. You know what? And I continued calling him Fafti like on my last podcast to the point that I was like, wait, why am I still calling him Fafti? That's (laughs) it. He's back to 50. Like no more. Okay. So yes, you were calling him Fafti. And I kind of got that in my head too. And then I heard Heather McDonald on one of her podcasts saying it wrong. And she was saying Fourthy. Like fourth, <laughs> and I was like, "What is the guy's name?" Now I've totally forgotten what his name oh is. Oh my god, that's so funny! No, he was. I mean, the whole and you know, I get followers asking asking me questions, and so I, I like to clarify if like a you know a lot of people are asking the same question. People were like, "Wait, what happened? Why is he called Fufty?" And you know, it was such a huge deal because when he put up those text messages between him and Randall. Randall, who's supposed to be one of his best friends, was saying like, Fufty, Fufty, please forgive me. So I guess it was his like autocorrect or something that he never fixed, which is kind of funny. <laughs> I mean, or maybe that was his pet name and we just like found it out. Oh, that, that could be too. <laughs> but that whole thing, you know, I felt, you know, it was just like, wait, I am, you know, a serious reporter on this matter <laughs> day and night, you know, and then Fufty is going to go make t-shirts and make millions of dollars off of this shit after this stupid ass drama. So that's kind of annoying. Yeah. I went back and looked at some more of 50 cents Instagram because I, you know, I think I followed him, but I wasn't like looking at it. And um, I was like, he comes after people pretty hard. Yeah. So I wasn't following him before. And also like this got me to follow him. Otherwise I would have never followed him. Um, and now I'm following him still. I haven't unfollowed yet, but it was a bit, it's when his stuff comes up, I'm like, what does he want again? I feel like he's kind of trying to like, you know, just provoke shit, you know? And I, and I heard he has done that before. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely trying to provoke, but, um, I did love all the memes going of him in the car, like waving, Whenever anybody would say, like, today's Monday, I need my money. And it would show the, the meme of him in the car oh waving God. and driving by. Yeah, but like. It gave me know, a lot of joy. <laughs> it it was hilarious. I mean, it was the most memeable shit ever. But it's like, at the same time, if you think about stuff in, like, the context of real life, you're like, if Randall owes him money, why would he put that on Instagram? Why would he, like, like slut shame Lala first? Like, you know, the the whole way this was gone about was just like major fucked up. I'm sorry. I'm cursing a lot. It is okay. We don't mind. Okay. Um, we don't mind. <laughs> and you know what I'll tell you that on your podcast, I noticed on your very first one, they beeped you a lot. <gasps> yes. Yes. And then I was like, because I think my producer um, was like, you're coming on a little. And, you know, he was right in the sense that I do curse and I still curse. But I think the first one I was so excited and I got so lucky and the gods of podcasting were with me that my first podcast happened during the Tristan and Jordan cheating scandal. Oh, yeah. And I was like, oh, you know, it was just like the best time ever to come out with my first pod. So I think I was like, A, super excited about the podcast. B, super like happy that I have this like topic to talk about and that like it's so dramatic and there's so much going on that I was just like, fuck this, fuck that, motherfucker. Like I was literally out of the sewer. Like I was just <laughs> like, so, and I'm not like that, you know, like I, I curse a little bit, but 
So yeah, it was a little bit of a like decision, like, should I come on as strongly? And, you know, I, I take professional advice kind of seriously. And my gut thing was like, this is who I am. Leave it. His thing was like, bleep you. And then I heard the bleep. So at first he did it with like the bleep bleep. And I was like, no, that's like a headache because I'm cursing every second. So if you're having those like beeps, like it's going to be annoying. So he kind of like muted my um, cussing, but he doesn't do that anymore. He's like accepted who I am now and (laughs) everyone else has too. You came to an agreement. Yes. I did notice that on the first one. And then after that, it wasn't on there anymore. I was like, oh, she probably told her producer. Okay, listen. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, listen. You're going to spend a lot of time doing that. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. So, you you know, you were saying that you don't get a lot of uh, blowback. Have you gotten any blowback uh, about the podcast specifically about what you've covered or your opinions? Thank God, no. Um, I I have really loyal followers and I'm so lucky because like, I, I think, you know, you know, there are some days that I'm so happy, you know, as how far I've come in, you know, uh, this platform and how everything was just so organic and so, you know, just good vibes and everything. And then some days you, you know, you look at competitors and you that have, you know, more followers than you or more opportunities than you, you know, in any industry, you can do that. And I try to not do that. Um, because it's not a good feeling and it doesn't help you to go down that rabbit hole. Um, but, um, and, and why I'm saying that is that there are days where I'll, where I'll be like, you know, why don't I have more? Why don't I, am I not doing more stuff or why, um, don't I have more opportunities, even though I do, appreciate everything that I do have. But then, you know, I realized like I have such a nice loyal fan, not fan, sorry. I don't, I don't call them fans, but follower base. Um, and they're just super supportive of like everything, you know, that I've gotten maybe out of like a percent, like literally like I'll, my, my little sister laughs at me. Cause I'll be like, I got hate today. And then I'll like read her the message. And it was just like, you know, like a disagreement uh, that they had with me or something. But, you know, I'm not a PC person, but at the end of the day, because I know that my thoughts are going to be seen by, you know, people then I won't be like, I'm not extreme in my opinions in any way, you know? Um, So I think most people do relate. And if they don't, then I either get a message that is, says it kindly and mostly messages of support. So it's been really, you know, um, great. I'm like, I'm, I tell my husband, I'm like, I don't need you anymore. I have like my followers. <laughs> they like support me. They compliment me. That's all I need in my life. <laughs> Do you, when you, so you live in New York, right? Yes. Now. So when you're out about, out and about in New York city, do you see, cause when I'm in New York, I feel like I barely leave my hotel or whatever. And I constantly am seeing celebrities. Now what I make, what I consider to be a celebrity may not be to somebody else. But so I was wondering like, if you have like a really awesome New York city celebrity out in the wild encounter. Well, you know, I grew up here. So, and I've always, like I said, been obsessed with celebrities. So growing up here, I would see one every day. I would write in a notebook, like true story, like the names of those that I've seen. I've seen like Angelina Jolie. I've seen uh, Uma Thurman. I've seen literally almost everybody. I'm not kidding. And I, my eye would be on the lookout. Like, you know, I'd walk around in Soho, St. Mark's, like Lower East, like just in areas that they would be. And I have to say that today out of like, you know, my whole life that I'm the most involved in uh, that industry, 
I live on the Upper East Side. I do my things. I go to my meetings. Like, so I'm not like as out and about as I was when I was 14. I was like roaming the streets after school, you know, sitting on stoops. So unfortunately, <laughs> like I don't. And when I go out to restaurants, I don't really. So not really. I haven't had most of my celebrity run-ins have been when I was way younger. And like I said, just like roaming the streets. But today, not so much. That's funny, roaming the streets. I'm just imagining. That's how it is in New York because I'll tell you what, everything is so far and you don't have a car. So if you're, let's say, after school, you're not going to go home. You're going to hang out because if you go home, you're not going to come back out. Yeah. So we would legit be on stoops buying like beers and 40s and like, no, growing up in New York is like, (laughs) is definitely different. Yeah. The, then me growing up, I go into prep school in Mississippi. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> that's probably extremely different. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, so listen, so since you started the podcast, do you find yourself talking less about pop culture since now that it's kind of your actual job? No. <laughs> you find yourself talking more. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still talking. You know, it's You know what, though? I'll say this. I don't know where I was talking about it, if it was with someone that was a guest or my therapist. I can never remember. But um, I used to be very, like, not embarrassed, but I wasn't as proud of, like, my interest in this. You know, I felt like it sort of – you know, would, would, would seem that I am a shallow or a superficial person. I remember my older sister used to bully me about it. Even when I went to study like communications, she used to be like, Amanda studying communications. Cause she like wants to like know celebrity stupid shit. I'm like, what does that have to do with anything? <laughs> like, no. So, um, so I grew up kind of like thinking it was dumb of me to sort of, you know, making it this kind of a career and like my livelihood to like being like, you know, I enjoy talking about this in my free time, in my work time, that everyone can suck it, you know, like, um, I do know not, not everyone relates to it, you know. So if I'm talking with my little sister and I'm like, so, so and so, like, did you see what he DM'd her? Like, did you see on Instagram? Like, I can understand that, like, an outsider would be like, what the heck? You know, it doesn't sound like a very intelligent conversation, but like we enjoy it, you know, and if it's if it's pure fun and you enjoy kind of, you know, knowing that kind of stuff and being in the inn, um, I never cover it in malicious ways. Like I want to know what's going on. I always have. And I finally like kind of accepted it and ran with it. And and I'm actually, you know, proud and happy that it became like, you know, not only like a hobby for me. Um, yeah, absolutely. And I agree. Like my husband will walk through the room and say things like, what stupid show are you watching? <laughs> and I pause it and I'm like, you may leave. You, you may- <laughs> you're insulting um, Ramona Singer. <laughs> and that's rude, uh, even though she would insult you. You know, I just, yeah. And my and now my kids, now my daughter will sometimes get on the couch. She enjoys Real Housewives of Atlanta and Vanderpump Rules. She'll sometimes join in. But my husband has got my son on that same train of like, oh, what dumb reality show are you watching? I'm like, you know what? If you can't get on the 90 Day Fiance train, I don't oh, know you. I think I need to start that. I know. The thing is, I'm getting so many things where people are like, watch this, binge this. And it's like, like we were talking about before, like there's only so much time. Like I do want to catch up on a lot of other shows. I heard 90 Day Fiance was also one of them. Um, yeah, it's a, it's also a commitment. It's a commitment. 
It's a commitment. There's a lot of seasons of it. There's a lot of different iterations. There's before the 90 days. There's 90 days. There's what now. There's after the 90 days. There's a lot. And I would, Mm -hmm. I would, I, when you decide to jump in, text me, call me, and I will tell you where to start and how to do it. Because if you just type in 90 day fiance, like onto your DVR or whatever, so many different things come up because there's like four different versions of the show. It's crazy. Oh my God. It's okay. Crazy. It's confusing. I'll definitely ask you before. It's confusing. I also watch like my husband's Israeli. So sometimes we'll watch Israeli shows too. So we're watching a version of Married at First Sight, the Israeli version. I actually love that because I love the idea of just like meeting your wife or husband like legit at your wedding. (laughs) I do not love the idea of that. (laughs) (laughs) Not for me, but you know, they bring such like quality people to the show legit in their thirties that haven't found their significant other that have tried in, you know, many ways. So there's like a team of, you know, uh, psychologists, um, DNA, like researchers, genetic like they check everything to kind of find your match. So it's like, you're not, they probably don't even actually get married to be honest, but um, they're meeting them and kind of forcing them to go um, meet each other and be with each other until they have it figured out. So no, that it makes me emotional. I kind of like the show. So I heard the 90 day fiance was kind of like similar. It is similar in some ways, in some ways. Yeah. I I would recommend it. I do a, um, a recap with Erin Martin on her podcast about that mm. show every week, in addition to other highbrow shows such as Seeking Sister Wife and Love After Lockup. Also, oh, Love After Lockup, I heard, was sick. It's so good. It's a poor me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we're going to take a quick break and then we come back. We're going to talk about podcasts. Support for this podcast comes from Invent Together. According to studies, less than 13% of all inventors who hold a U.S. patent are women. Black and Hispanic college graduates patent at half the rate of their white counterparts. But we can fix that by increasing participation in innovation and patenting by underrepresented groups. It would quadruple the number of American inventors and increase annual GDP by almost $1 trillion. Invent Together is a coalition of organizations, companies, universities, and concerned citizens committed to ensuring that everyone has the opportunity to invent and patent. Because the more diverse the American patent system gets, the stronger and more successful our nation will become. What can you do to help diverse inventors patent and unleash economic opportunity? Find out at inventtogether.org. Learn more and take action today. Okay, I'm back with Amanda Hirsch of Not Skinny But Not Fat. And so uh, now we're going to talk about podcasts. I feel like we've, we've covered um, reality shows and regular shows and celeb hunting in the wild. So <laughs> I'm interested to hear what you listen to podcast-wise because you're so into pop culture. I'm interested to hear what you're listening to. Um, so my favorite podcast is uh, Armchair Expert with Dax Shepard. Yes. Mm-hmm. If you know it. Yeah, um, I know. I love him. I mean, it's not even, you know, he's one of those people. He is a celebrity. I have seen him on Parenthood, I think. But it's not like he's this, you know, mega celebrity that I am listening to him just because of his, you know, his name. So I don't even know how, you know what happens? He has a really good guest. So he has, you know, the top of the top you know, he has everyone on his show. Um, 
So I guess there was like one guest that interested me that reeled me in. And since then, like, he's just really good. Um, he calls himself the armchair expert because he's sort of like, talks to these uh, celebrities or famous people um, sort of like as their therapist, but not really, but he really goes deep, like Howard Stern style, but not dirty, you know, like, and I love hearing about that. Like, where'd you come from? How did you get there? How did you get an agent? Like, why did you move? Where is this trauma from? Like he goes in so deep with them. Um, and it's so interesting to me because, you know, we can always see a celebrity on a talk show talking about their next project or whatever, but you rarely hear them like going back to, into childhood or even saying how they got from Indiana to LA or whatever. So I really, really love his podcast. Um, that is, that is a good one. I've only heard it, um, a couple of times. Um, but he, I, I find him interesting because he's a person that he's sober, he's in recovery. So I right. think that that also lends itself to a lot of, um, self-reflection and a lot of years and years oh, of therapy. Yeah. You know? And yeah. also, you know, he, he relates so much to like AA, like you're, you're you nailed that on the head. Cause he does like whole, he learned so much like getting sober and even from AA, like, um, certain things that they talk about there do apply to like anyone, not just like alcoholics and stuff. Um, but he literally, he tries to go so deep that sometimes it's even like the other person doesn't want to, you know, they're like, he's like, well, do you think you're like this? Cause your dad was like that to your mom. And, and most guests go with it, you know, but, but sometimes they're like, I don't know. <laughs> like, I don't want to <laughs> go there right now. So he really digs deep and keeps it real. And, uh, so I like him a lot and he's funny and he has great guests. So he's like my number one, um, you know, podcasts are so fun. Cause you could legit be walking down the street in New York, uh, like myself and just smiling to myself. People think I'm like a freak of nature cause I'll have my, you know, AirPods in and they won't see it. I'm literally walking down the street smiling because like <laughs> something was funny on the pod. I like to put in my AirPods and whenever, I, even if I'm just like have to run a stupid errand to Target or something, I always have a podcast in my ears at all times, mm-hmm. at all times. All right. Do you have, you have other ones besides your number one, number one Dax? Yeah. So, um, I listened to Dax. Um, I listened to Conan O'Brien. He's also obviously very funny. Um, I listened to off the vine with Caitlin Bristow from the bachelor. Okay. Now tell me about um, this. Is it about bachelor stuff? So, I mean, she obviously talks about it, but she's actually really good just as um, like a podcast host. She doesn't talk about pop culture. She basically like it's guest based. Like she'll just talk to a guest about what's happening in their lives and like what they're doing and a lot about herself, which like, you know, I started out really, really liking it. And now um, maybe my interest has down gone down a bit just because it became more kind of self-involved than, than, uh, on the guests. But, um, I do think it's a really good podcast for people who want to hear like, uh, bachelor people come on the show. She has a lot of bachelor people come on obviously, cause they're all like a giant crew and hearing about their experiences, you know, and, um, on the show when they can actually talk about it and they're not under like <laughs> strict contract, but yeah. Right. Um, yeah, so it's it's definitely a good one. And, you know, when The Bachelorette comes back, I'll definitely want to hear what she has to say about it. I'll give it a try. You know, I um, every single season of The Bachelor, I'm like, this is the season I'm going to do it. And I start off and I'm like, I hate everybody so bad. And I just have other things I need to watch. And, I, and it's such a commitment. There's so many hours listen, of it. Listen, 
Mary Payne, I'm not putting it on on Monday night and spending three hours. Hell no. My husband would divorce me. But what I am doing is either recording it or while I'm on my laptop, I'm working, putting in the background. Like it's not a show that if you blink, you're going to miss anything. You know what I mean? (laughs) Yeah. So it's one of those shows that I can keep up with it by putting it on the background while I'm doing something else. Um, Okay. And am I excited about Hannah B and who they chose for The Bachelorette? No. Am I still going to watch it? Probably. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's the whole thing too. It's sort of like all the Real Housewives shows. I'm like, I'm not thrilled at all about this OC situation, but until they physically take it from me and they take it off the air, I'm still going to watch it, you know? Right. Exactly. Oh, Lord. Um, it's, it's like um, I was talking to another podcaster. I know Aliza Rosen, and she's just like, I'm a, like a total whore for content. I'm like, me too. It's like so much content all the time, right? There's like, so much it's content. Like TV shows and podcasts and Sirius XM and so much content. So much content. There's so much content. I know. And then there's more stuff. You're like, wait, I should listen to you know this audio book or you know, um, Stasi uh, Schroeder's book came out, and you know, I'm like, should I read it? Like, do I have time? When am I going to read it? I have to like think about it. I'm like, do I want to listen to an audio book? And you know, but there could be worse things in the world than having too much stuff to, you know, entertain us. So that's true. good. That's true. That's true. <laughs> <sighs> okay. Well, tell everybody where they can find out more about not skinny, but not fat, you know, Instagram podcasts, all that jazz. So on Instagram, it's at not skinny, but not fat. Um, anywhere there are podcasts, it's uh, not skinny, but not fat. So really, really easy. It's, it's everything. So you're like me, everything with me is pain in the pod. Oh, yeah. yeah. Make it easy. Yeah. Yeah. Make it easy. You know, when when I thought about my uh, podcast, I was like, I knew it would have, you know, some of the words. So I was thinking like of the skinny or the daily skinny or and I was like, why? You know, it's not skinny, but not fat. It's just an extension of of the brand. Yeah. So, keep, yeah. Keep it branded the same. Why not? Yeah. And all your people can find you. All right. Thank you very much for joining me today. This has been great. And I'm hoping to come to New York here soon. And I'm going to hit you up and we can go. You do that. We can wander the streets looking for celebrities. Sit on stoops. Sit on stoops. Drink a 40. (laughs) No, not really. Um, (laughs) Drink a 40. Thanks to everybody for listening today. And remember, if you can leave that five-star review on iTunes, that would be great. It really helps and helps other people see the podcast and helps me a lot. And remember, you can find me at Pain in the Pod on Patreon. So Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Go there, search Pain in the Pod, and you'll find me. And it's great, cool bonus content for the podcast. Thanks, and I'll talk to you next week.